Now let's turn our attention to the uh, women's game and that's the FIFA Women's World Cup. There's a bid for the 2023 uh, Women's World Cup. Love to see it here in Australia and one uh, lady who's got a lot to do with this. We're going to have a chat to her. The uh, general manager of the uh, FIFA Women's World Cup bid and that's uh, Jane Fernandez. Jane, thanks for joining us here on uh, the round ball. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah, our pleasure. It's it's pretty exciting if we can get... How realistic... I know we're in a joint bid with New Zealand as one, but how realistic is it that we'll see it here in Australia? Look, we, we believe we've put forward a really strong and com- compelling bid uh, proposal. We are up against some strong competition, but um, we believe a FIFA Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand would be a tournament of firsts. It'll be the first time uh, we have a cross-confederation bid. And it would also be the first time that the Women's World Cup would be held in the Asia-Pacific region. So we think it's a really compelling case. Have you spoken to all the governments around the country? Are they uh, with open arms saying, yep, we're ready to go. If you want to do it, we're going to accept it here? Absolutely, yeah. We have strong support from all governments across Australia. Um, and that was really a prerequisite to, being, to ensuring we could actually bid. Yeah. So strong government support behind us all the way. Uh, Jane, I guess there has been some talk uh, with the W League... Uh, now, will that continue? Is this is this World Cup bid uh, a very good sign for the W League that that's only going to get uh, stronger and better as the years go on as well? Yeah, look, hosting a FIFA Women's World Cup here in Australia and New Zealand would really um, provide a fantastic benchmark platform for women's football across the country, including the W League. Um, and so, you know, we're super confident of being able to host the best ever Women's World Cup in Australia and New Zealand. It seems from the outside the women's game uh, is getting bigger and bigger. Now, you'd mostly have all the stats. How big is the women's game in our country? Oh, look, the women's game's huge. You would have also seen the participation stats that were released with an 11% growth in female participation across the country. Um, We know that from hosting the Asian Cup back in 2015, participation growth uh, grew 20%. So you can only imagine how big the women's game can get. How do we stack up? Because we always see that the say Aussie rules and rugby league saying how their game's getting the women's game is getting bigger and bigger. More girls are are playing Aussie rules and what have you. How do they stack up against uh, our game? Yeah, look, our game's definitely number one in participation. Um, we've seen that through all of the all of the reporting. We've also got a fantastic pathway. I mean, you can see where the Matildas are playing now across the world. Um, so you know, football is definitely number one in participation for women and girls. We saw the the FIFA delegation came to Australia. They did the the site visits and everything like that. Uh, and we we do understand a total of thirteen stadiums uh, are going to be used. The, does Cooper's <laughs> Stadium uh, make the cut for that? Certainly does. Yeah, we had a fantastic time in in Adelaide. We took the FIFA delegation um, around Adelaide. They had a super time. A great inspection of Cooper's. Um, we love playing football at Cooper Stadium. It's almost purpose-built for our game. Beautiful rectangular venue, and the plan would be to elevate it back to the size it was for the Olympic Games. Um, nice, intimate, huge crowd, great um, atmosphere, and we're really looking forward to hosting games there in 2023. Did Premier Marshall say that it's going to be temporary, or are they going to make them permanent, those extra seats? So the, at this stage, the extra seats would be a temporary overlay solution, but let's hope. If we win, then there's the opportunity to really make it permanent. Yeah, because we really need, especially here in uh, Adelaide, we're being biased, obviously, because we are an Adelaide show here, but we'd love it to see uh, to see that grow a little bit bigger and making it permanent. How big is this game going to get 
if we do happen to get this World Cup? Because as we've seen in the past, every time there's a World Cup in whatever country, the uh, well, it just goes bigger and bigger, the game in those countries. What about here in Australia? How big can you see it getting? Oh, look, I think there are no limits to how big this game can get. Um, we saw in France in 2019 um, over a billion eyeballs on the game. Um, we're predicting over a million uh, in attendances to our games. So I think the sky's the limit, really. You know, let's grow the participation base and yeah. let's really um, boost the women's game across the country and also across the Asia-Pacific. This is obviously our bid is not just about Australia and New Zealand. This is also about the region. And we want to make sure that we're able to um, cross all borders and really accelerate football. Who are we competing against? Which other countries are vying for it? So we have Colombia and Brazil and also Japan. So, you know, as I said earlier, some really strong competition. Um, but we believe we've put forward a really compelling case as to why the FIFA Women's World Cup should come to Australia and New Zealand. How confident are you, Jane? Look, at the moment, I feel, I feel confident. However, as you guys would be aware, you never know until the votes are cast. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but at this stage, we're, we're, we're doing all the work that needs to be done. We've put in a lot of effort to ensure that um, our bid stacks up and uh, we're really looking forward to the decision day on the 25th of June. You said the decision comes then, which is D-Day. Does the FFA uh, still do the, the back-channeling negotiations? Does that still go on until the, the day of the announcement? Yeah, so you can imagine with the travel restrictions in place, um, the last face-to-face meeting we actually had, all bidders were given the opportunity to present to the UEFA uh, conference in Amsterdam so we did that with all the other bidders and then as you can imagine travel restrictions are limiting um, the opportunity for those face-to-face meetings but we're continually talking to all of the different confederations and just ensuring that um, they understand the strengths of, of the bid. Well our fingers are crossed for you Jane let's hope we can get this over the line the 25th of June and uh, we're going to we'll chat to you uh, after that date uh, and hopefully in a positive way saying congratulations Jane what do you reckon? Oh, look, I think that'd be fantastic. <laughs> and we would just love everyone to get on side at Oz1 as one twenty twenty three, and really throw your support behind the bid. Fantastic, Jane. Keep up the good work and uh, good luck with all of that. And thanks for talking to us uh, here on the, the Round Ball. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks, Jane. Well, well done, Jane. Jane Fernandez, the general manager of the FIFA World uh, Women's Cup bid for 2023. How good would it be if we got it here in Australia? It'll be huge. It'll be huge for the W League oh, as well because massive. we have spoken in the past that because of all this COVID-related uh, stuff happening that that may fall by the wayside. But you'd have to say with absolute certainty that if Australia gets his bid, then the, the women's game, in particular yep. W League, Skyrocket. is going nowhere. Yep, absolutely. Yep, absolutely. Uh, that's uh, Jane Fernandez, and uh, fingers crossed for the women's game. And, of course, it's all thanks to SA Power Networks empowering women's football in South Australia. They are big supporters of the women's game, so uh, support them as well.